Welcome to Contracting Conversations. My name is Jim Valley, and I'm joined by my co-host, Scott Williams. Today, our conversation is with Sal Cianci. He's professor of contract management for DAU in the West Region in good old San Diego, California, Sal. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to talk about these latest DOD source selection procedures. So you've been absorbing the source selection procedures uh, due to facilitating the source selection simulation and other DAU source selection courses. So we'll be kicking off a series of podcasts with you on the latest version of the Department of Defense source selection procedures, which are issued in August of 2022. So again, thank you for joining us today. Oh, my, my pleasure. So, Sal, let's begin with you sharing why we even have source selection procedures to begin with. Yes, simply put, the Department of Defense wants to have some consistency in how its numerous contracting activities conduct source selection. Not that DOD was doing a bad job. The Federal Acquisition Regulation, otherwise known as the FAR, gives agencies wide discretion and how to conduct source selection. However, on the industry side, they often found it frustrating responding to competitive solicitations where the rating methods or terms would vary depending on which DOD agency issued that solicitation. Thus, in 2011, the first DOD-wide source selection procedures were issued. They were updated. Five years later in 2016, and now six years later, they were revised again and just issued in August of 2022. Hey, Sal, thanks for coming back with us and talking about this important topic. So sounds like these procedures have been around for a while. Um, why is there a need to update them now? Thank you for asking that question. There are multiple reasons for the changes. First, there's statutory and regulatory updates that occur throughout the year. For example, there are more requirements in DOD when we give post-award debriefings to offerors. Second, there are good practices that have been tried by individual agencies throughout DOD, and now DOD wants to implement them across the entire department. So, Sal, are these DOD source selection procedures required, or are they more of a guide? Uh, a question that frequently comes up. Uh, the short answer is yes. They are required for source selections, and that requirement comes from its implementation in the Defense Federal Acquisition Regulation Supplement, a.k.a. DFARS, subpart 215.3, called source selection. As a whole, it is not a guide. It is mandatory. That said, there are some appendices attached to these procedures that are provided for guidance with some degree of discretionary application. And some of those good practices added are included as required, and while others are shared to apply at their discretion. As I mentioned earlier, these are required for source selection. If you're required to use FAR subpart 15.3, then you are doing a source selection. The procedures Further clarifies, though, for source selections greater than $10 million, you use these procedures, and for any that involve a major systems acquisition. So bottom line, source selection above $10 million 
you should be using these procedures because they are required. So, Sal, I mean, a lot of people are saying, wait, I, do I really have to use these? Is there any times where I can do my own type of source selection or what's the process on that? What does it not require for? Okay, good question. Uh, sometimes I found it's easier to explain when they're not required. Source selection is one of seven competitive procedures in the FAR. Arguably, it has the most steps and requires the most documentation. These procedures are not required for the other six competitive procedures. We do lots of competitive acquisitions that are less intensive when the FAR gives the authority to do so. A few examples, ordering off of federal supply schedules. We get that authority from FAR subpart 8.4. Simplified acquisitions, that's from FAR part 13. And fair opportunities under FAR subpart 16.5. In fact, the DOD procedures are encouraged for fair opportunities greater than 10 million. That's an example of a limited situation where these procedures are guidance versus mandatory. So there is bottom line, there are seven competitive procedures. Only when you're using the one source selection are these procedures required. All right, great, Sal. It's some good information, thanks. Yes, absolutely, Sal. Well, you've certainly gotten our attention uh, when these procedures are mandatory and covered it very well and they must be followed. So let's cut to the chase. What exactly has changed in these revised DOD source selection procedures that we really should know about? Well, Scott, depending on one's perspective, a lot has changed if you consider every single change in the document. For seasoned contracting professionals, though, you know statutory and regulatory updates are part of the game and are constant. So the true substantive changes may be minimal, yet powerful, depending on whether you apply these discretionary good practices that can be found in some of the appendices. So bottom line, this podcast is going to focus on what has changed, and we're going to kick off a whole series on that, breaking it into discrete areas for quick digestion. In our next podcast, we'll address the three new definitions that were added that have the greatest impact on evaluation finding. Later, we'll address changes to the technical and risk rating tables. Then we'll tackle each of the five appendices, three of which existed before but have had some revision, and two are brand new that focus on good practices DOD wants applied throughout the agency. Thanks so much, Sal. It looks like we're going to have a lot of conversations with you. We're looking forward to having these with you here pretty soon. So we're going to have a growing playlist of podcasts on this very important visible topic of the revised DOD source selection procedures. We also have a list of source selection courses you can take that are listed in the new source selection procedures update. And the links are in the description below. So take a look at those and sign up where you find it would be the most benefit for you. So Sal, thank you again for coming on board. Thank you both, Jim and Scott, for this ongoing opportunity. Look forward to our many conversations ahead. All right, great. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, folks, that's all the time we have for today. But please, if you haven't already, subscribe to our Contracting Conversations channel 
Type any comments below to include your questions for future discussions and spread the word of this channel to your peers and to those you supervise or lead. Let us help you answer their questions and we look forward to having future contracting conversations with you.